3: Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress
4: manicure and press-on falsies. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. An
3: Erio's original. I was born with a special gift. The ability to mentally transform any situation into the worst case scenario in my own brain. brain. everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to The Alarmist, a comedy podcast where a guest and I figure out who's to blame for history's greatest tragedies. Now, this week, we have a very tragic tragedy where we're talking about the great molasses flood of Boston of 1919. This one has been suggested by a few listeners out there. So there is a lot of desire for me to talk about this tragedy. Let's get started, I think you're gonna like this one. The Great Molasses Flood of Boston occurred on January 15, 1919 in the North End neighborhood of Boston, Massachusetts. A large storage tank filled with 2.3 million gallons of molasses burst and a wave of molasses rushed through the streets. Traveling at approximately 35 miles per hour, it destroyed several city blocks, leveling buildings and damaging automobiles. This flood of thick, dark syrup caused extensive damage. As temperatures dropped after the spill, the hardening molasses made rescue efforts difficult. In the end, 21 people were killed, many of whom were suffocated by the syrup and approximately 150 were injured. The event entered local folklore and residents claimed, for decades afterwards, that the area still smelled of molasses on hot summer days. Fun facts, AKA Death Stats. The tank was located on Commercial Street, not far from Boston Harbor, amidst the hustle and bustle of one of Boston's oldest neighborhoods. The tank's immense size reflected the demand of molasses at the time. It measured more than 50 feet high and 90 feet in diameter, and could hold up to 2.5 million gallons of molasses. The tank burst around 12.30 p.m., just as most local residents and workers were having their lunch. When the accident happened, the tank had 2.3 million gallons in it. It weighed... 13,000 tons, that's 26 million pounds, around the same weight of 13,000 Ford cars. Witnesses reported that they felt the ground shake and heard a roar as it collapsed. Others reported a tremendous crashing, a deep growling, a thunderclap like bang, and a machine gun-like sound as the rivets shot out of the tank. Several blocks were flooded to a depth of two to three feet deep. Cleanup of molasses was a difficult task. City officials ordered firemen to put a fireboat to work. From the harbor, they aimed seawater at the molasses, coating the sidewalks and streets, and it worked. The dead ranged in age from 10 to 79 years old. And that's all you need to know about the Great Molasses Flood of Boston, nineteen nineteen. Well, today we have a very, very special guest—one of my closest friends, Maggie Marion. Wow, what an honor! Thank you so much for joining me, Maggie. I
2: mean, I feel—I feel I am up to the task of delivering on this many people's requests. I, I mean, it's a lot of pressure, um, but I'm—but I'm game for it. I, I think people are going to really respond
3: to you <laughs> okay good now right. I, I always like to talk about uh what kind of anxieties um or odd eccentricities my guests have right. you know, before why they'd be a perfect guest on this show right and for you as I was thinking about you you know I, I know something about you Our, your husband Adam Lustig who you guys might remember from the Titanic kicked episode, it off he kicked it off yeah. he was a great first guest yeah um, he has told me something about you that okay, <laughs> all right. I know, I know is true. Okay, and is kind of revelatory of your anxieties. Let's hear it. When someone gives you a compliment, oh. says something nice about you, yeah, to him, yeah, and then he comes home and he tells you, "Hey, so and so said something nice about you." Yes, you want him right to tell you what the compliment was Uh but not just that you want him to reenact correct how that's right the compliment was said and in what tone yes and that's That's
2: reasonable i was gonna say and that's crazy (laughs) 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 no that see because here's the thing adam i love him very dearly i trust him and in all the ways that a a wife Uh should trust her husband Uh here's what i don't Trust, or I should say, here's what I can't rely on.
3: No, let's say, use the word trust, okay. because
2: I love that you're not trusting. I, in, in this one area. Great, we all have them. Is his interpretation of the of the fine details of the context under which the compliment was given. I have more, I am more observant. I have, my superpower is to scan a situation quickly, accurately. I can like, you oh. know, really see all the angles at a, at a time, so not only can I interpret the compliment for the just word definition of the words present, but also what was unsaid. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, Body I language is a huge thing. Huge. As Ursula, my idol from Ursula from the Little Mermaid. Uh-huh. Body, Body language. language. Yeah. You know what I mean? ha. Ha. Don't forget the ha. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's why I think recreation if is key. Because you otherwise, know, you're otherwise you're really just saying. Someone said something nice about yeah. you. Yeah.
3: And and what, what I like about this particular aspect of your personality mm-hmm. is that, you know, you like full picture. That's right. You don't just like to read yeah. something. You, you, you need more context. Yeah. And that is perfect. So let's hope your superpowers. Yeah. Let's put them to good use. Okay, great. And figure out who's to blame for this great molasses flood.
2: Can I? I'm going to go out on a wild limb already. Okay. Wow. Okay. But... <laughs> 1919 was the year that women got suffrage. Oh,
3: I'm so glad you brought it up because it's one, that was one of the fun facts
2: I didn't read because um. I was like. Well, okay. okay, so, and I feel like, you know how it's, how the chef is always a man, and then, like, the pastry chef is always a woman? Okay. How, like, what is that about? Like, sweets. There's something about, like, sweets that are, like, femme. Yeah, I mean, and, I know this from MasterChef, but go on. It, I, I mean, yeah,
3: MasterChef exactly. Junior, I should.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I should specify. <laughs> i, I pies, I'm a am still a pies. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, and, and... I feel like there is something about the fact that it's sweet. Like, if it was like the great Tabasco sauce flood of 1919, that would be a man. (laughs) You think that would be a man? Don't you remember? Don't you remember the Tabasco flood? But because it's sweet, because it's molasses, that like people, it's too silly or something. Oh, that's interesting. That's going on. Do you out think it's
3: too, it's too feminine? It's I one of our it's feminine traits. I think it is too <laughs>
2: feminine.
3: <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see if it's. Uh, the um, disaster happened in 1919, and it wasn't until August 18, 1920, that the 19th Amendment was granted and women had the right to vote. Oh, okay. So this was pre. Oh, excuse
2: me. While this tragedy happened,
3: women still couldn't vote. Well, but, you know, just so keep that go. in the
2: back of your head. Women didn't have the right to vote at this time when this happened. Yes. Which that feels parallel somehow. Um, we'll, Intersecting. We'll, we'll figure that we'll out. We'll get there. It,
3: it might not have anything to do with it, but I always, you always got to think wanna maybe. You want to set
2: the scene.
3: Yes. <laughs> now, a big, let, let's dive right in. Who's to blame yeah. for this flood?
2: Off the bat.
3: Yeah. I want to talk about this tank. Okay,
2: let's talk about the tank.
3: And I want to talk about the company that uh, made the ran, tank, ran the tank, ran or, the yeah, tank. The, the the company that was behind this tank. Okay, so I'll I'll, I'll read you some information I, I I looked up. So the tank was operated by the Purity Distilling Company, a subsidiary of the United States Industrial Alcohol. That's USIA. At the time, industrial alcohol, then made from fermented molasses, was highly profitable. It was used to make ammunition and other weaponry for World War I, which was 1914 through 1918. Also, think about this. Post-World post War. War I. So the tank was problematic from the start. It leaked and it often emitted
2: rumbling noises. Can I tell you a red flag already? Please. The word purity. Purity. <laughs> you know if purity mm. is in the name... It ain't pure baby. If someone's telling you purity, then run, run away. So you you're
3: suspicious of Purity Distilling Company. Oh yeah. So nevertheless, it continued to the tank continued to be used, and after the war's conclusion, USIA focused on producing grain alcohol, which was in high demand as prohibition neared passage. Shoot. That's another big thing. Prohibition. Shoot. Uh, came
2: about. Yeah. uh, I believe it was was
3: 1920. So that was the year,
2: it was a year later. It was actually very tied to the suffrage movement because women, there was a big push, you know, women's rights didn't want men drinking anymore.
3: So did USIA construct a weak tank? Uh Uh-huh. Right? This is the big question. So this is what I found out. Arthur Gell. Arthur Gell. His name is Arthur Gell, spelled J-E-L-L. He okay. is USIA's treasurer.
2: Mm-hmm. Now all the money. I'm, I'm
3: touching my nose, which means exactly. Uh-huh. He told the court auditor uh, during the hearings that proceeded after the flood This is post-flood. Sure. right that he had asked, he had asked the Hammond Iron Works Company to build the tank in 1914, and he admitted that it was built quickly.
2: Okay, that sounds like passing the buck, Mr. You know? Gel.
3: Well, Gell says that at the time, World War 1 was already going on, but the US hadn't entered the war. Okay. But the warring nations needed weapons and ammunition, and it was a lot of there was a lot of business to be made uh-huh. from these foreign customers. Sure. So, USIA was convert- converting molasses into alcohol, which another company then used to make the ammunition. Interesting. And the sooner the tank was made, the sooner the USIA could make money,
2: of course. Well, there we go. On, I, I mean, the, capitalism but, on the board. I mean, let's just put capitalism boom. on the board. And USIA. USIA. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And USIA, yes. Um. So we've got two things up on the board. And USIA, sorry, was responsible for what? Was the umbrella, was the parent company under which the... the other company purity distilling company purity distilling company was operating to make this tank to sell ammunition uh, overseas for world war one yes and
3: and so they essentially purity distilling is almost like a a contractor they've gotcha gotcha but they're being run and they're being told what to do by this larger company as is the Hammond iron works company they're that made the tank manufactured the actual tank okay they're like a contractor gotcha um so on December 15, 1915, the tank was not ready, but they were expecting a shipment of molasses on December 31st.
2: Ba-ba-ba.
3: So men worked all day and night to get the job done. Gel, Mr. Arthur Gel. I
2: mean, gel is, it does seem like we're living in a simulation because it's just like, because it's like, it, it, it gelled and then people couldn't be saved. There I is like like a, like a the, literary quality to the name right am i crazy what came first you know you know the The name or or the tragedy or the
3: gel yeah uh so gel admitted that when the tank was finished this is really important okay he skipped an important test Mm. he didn't fill the tank with water Mm. to make sure it could hold more than two million gallons of liquid without leaking because there was no time
2: have you ever gotten a hole in your tire and you you spray it with soapy water to see if wh- where the holes come because the bubbles bubble out where the hole is
3: no I've never done that I just if it pops up in my uh, dashboard dashboard I just go straight to an American tire
2: <laughs> <laughs> USIA American Tire. Yeah. oh no purity tires <laughs> yeah I never go for the purity tire <laughs> okay so they didn't run this test to see if there are any leaks Exactly, and I'm sure there. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was no time. There was no time, and you know, money was to be made. <sighs> yeah, I mean, opportunism. War, people are warring, and you're worried about making a buck, Mister Gel, and that
3: is extremely dangerous. It's dangerous. I mean, you don't. I. I have to admit,
2: was the tank? Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go first. Was the tank always intended to hold
1: molasses? Yes, that was the sole purpose of the tank. Save the molasses dance for me, because. <laughs> <laughs> i have a question so the molasses when it was coming over on the ship was it in what barrels great or question independent barrels and then they load it all in unsure
2: like but, why did why did they have to forego the smaller containers for the larger container
3: right well they right. had to get it off the boats probably because mm. you know you have to unload right. them right otherwise it's going to cost you money if the boat has to sit and right. wait for you right off the bat we have capitalism which i love yeah USIA, which is like an obvious one, sure. Right? I mean, absolutely. They, they ordered the rickety tank. Yeah. So before we go any further, I want to talk about the possibility of an, of an
2: explosion. The possib—just the possibility of one.
3: Yes. Okay. So again, Wal- there, another man, Walter Wedger.
2: Uh-huh. Okay. He had the right to vote. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, as did Arthur. Yeah, I mean, yes, he's an inspector for the uh, Massachusetts State Police, okay, and he's an expert on explosives at the time. So he comes to Boston to look at the tank a few days after what, uh, a- after the flood, and he thought there must have been an explosion because if the tank had simply collapsed, pieces of the tank would not have scattered.
4: Okay, so it would have just
3: fallen down. Sure. He told reporters that he didn't think a bomb had made the tank explode because this was something that uh, the USIA, the the second it happened, the second the the flood happened, they started saying that a bomb. Terrorism. Yeah. Anarchists. They called them anarchists Anarchists. back then. Sure. And or (laughs) those were the main target. Uh huh. Right. Um, So he didn't think a bomb could have. It, it made the tank so he explode. was called
2: in to be like there, s- sir. It must have been a bomb, and he looked at it and he's and like he looked at it. No, sorry, gents, I don't Ain't think no so. bomb here.
3: He knew that the molasses in the tank could ferment and produce a gas.
2: That was the whole point, right? Which to ferment the molasses into alcohol to sell for weaponry. Yes, okay,
3: but the it was not that tank was not made to ferment. To ferment. I see. It was just a holding tank I that then USIA would then uh-huh. send it to be. Fermented, uh, were, uh, a dist- I, I forget exactly where it is. I, I have that written down somewhere, but um, yeah, somewhere where it would be properly fermented. Okay, and he was like, "Nope, not an explosion." Hmm. Or, or I'm sorry, not a bomb. Not a bomb. Not possibly a gas explosion. Wow. Well, so, just to kind of get these
2: things out there,
3: yeah, I feel like we need to put explosion, uh, a gas
2: explosion, on the board. Sure. A gas explosion. Okay. I still think that that goes back to faulty, a faulty piece of equipment. And the person who, who, and USIA. Sure. I still think. But was the molasses, because I feel like, you know how kombucha? Yeah, it's like, yeah. ferments. I don't know why I'm thinking about that. Because you, you know, don't leave your f- k- kombucha bottles in the car because it could explode. Oh, I did not know that. Oh, uh, oh
1: my I'll, be, God. I'll be right
2: back.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like I was women. thinking of garages. You know how people make their own kombucha
2: in the garage? Sure. I was thinking about that. Well, so were they thinking that they were going to move this molasses? Was there like... that? And it was sitting there longer than they anticipated? Longer than they anticipated so the gas could build up? I don't think it
3: was sitting there. I think there were other... Because that's a lot of molasses. It is a lot of molasses, but... It's an
2: almost insane amount of molasses. And I
3: guess they just... They they were uh, anticipating prohibition coming up. And so they were trying to make a lot of Mm. alcohol because uh so that people could stock up essentially um so that's why it was on such a high demand okay Um,
2: prohibition so to me prohibition goes on the board
1: oh my god Uh, and then i mean do you blame the suffragettes if you're gonna put
2: prohibition on the board we have to
3: at least for now we have
1: to okay all right We have to do i put for intellectual rigor (laughs) <laughs> do- <laughs> <laughs> should I do them as one prohibition and the suffragettes?
3: Uh no, do them as two, I think.
1: Okay. I think yeah, I think do yeah. them as two. And
3: I'm realizing that maybe we've we've jumped a little bit too uh quickly into who's to blame. We should talk about the actual tragedy sure. and how it how it um unfolded. So
2: People are having their turkey sandwiches. They're
3: you know, all the workers are just hanging out on a break and Boom! This thing explodes. Now, one of the, I was reading one of uh, this book by. Uh, first of all, it's a preteen book, but I found <laughs> it very interesting. <laughs> I got it out of the Altadena Library, our favorite place
2: to work. Oh,
3: I love it, and uh, they only had a preteen book, so I was sure. like, "heck, give it to me." And Deborah Cops—that's with a K um she she writes a great book for children um and adults about,
4: <laughs> and adults apparently
3: <laughs> but uh it has a lot of pictures as one would want I- I- in a children's book although it a is preteen
2: a, exactly more than a child it's a
3: preteen it's more, more than, than a child. child yeah yes um and the, there the, are
2: chapters in this the
3: way that i have found a lot of these books like to talk about tragedies is they tell you a story. Sure. So they they do it in the perspective of the of the characters. Uh huh. Um, and I find it very bold that Deborah like, ha, ha, you know, uses some of the real p- people who actually died. You're
2: policing Deborah cops? No, I'm not policing. Uh-oh. I'm just
3: I'm just saying. You know. Uh, you know, Deborah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 Let's okay. See what have to <laughs> Uh, I was a little uh, upset <laughs> when uh, I found out little 10 year old Maria died. Ugh. Um, yeah. So, uh, something that happened um, <laughs> during this time. Being was-
2: a preteen does not save you
3: from tragedies. No. And I guess Deborah's doing God's work. I guess In so. all fairness, she's helping us all. She talks about. The kids at the time they would run to the molasses tank, and since it was already uh, leaking. leaking, they it wasn't as good as candy. But at, uh, hey, so, according, are to Debra, according to Debra, according to Deborah, the molasses wasn't as good as candy, but it was sweet enough, and that's why there were um, two children <gasps> who passed away. They were getting sweet. I know it's oh. terribly, terribly sad. I relate to that. Yeah,
2: I mean you're you're a kid you're a 10 year old kid you love sweets yeah there's free there's a tank there's a huge tank of sweets that's just oozing i mean there is something reminiscent to like the house the witch's house in the middle of the forest made out of sweets like luring hansel and gretel
3: yeah like i feel like it's a gingerbread house right it's a i think so yeah a delicious gingerbread
2: wouldn't you go there wouldn't you want to go there
3: I mean, oh, poor Maria! I know, poor Maria, and uh, Vincenzo. I think was the other Italians Yeah, must there, have been an Italian. It was an immigrant part of town. Okay, yeah, there were a lot of mm. uh, so maybe it, racism.
2: Goes Italians up on the board. and Irish, um, because they they put it in a in a in a neighborhood full of people that were they, they didn't care about Boston. That's interesting. You know, how like coal plants are near these poor towns and like, you know, they just it could have been in a it safer area been. if it had exploded and there was nobody I mean, around. I guess it could
1: have been in the middle of nowhere. Sure. Um, but it would have to have been by a port somewhere.
3: Yeah. So I guess it couldn't have been. They had to put it somewhere. Fair. Um yeah, I I don't think it w- it was strategically placed there. Fair, fine, w- based on I'm, the I'm, I'm throwing things out there. <laughs> our, our boards are just a little. I mean, I like I, I I I like you just blaming everything. I'm usually like, yeah, let's put them up.
2: Well, I mean, racism <laughs> and capitalism, my two favorite scapegoats. Oh yeah, you know.
1: Yeah. I mean, I can put racism up with a little question mark.
2: <laughs> I nothing I, read, nothing I read, nothing
3: I read pointed in that direction. But uh, I guess. So uh, uh, another uh, thing about the tragedy um, or, or the flood was that... Or the great tragedy. The, the great, the, <laughs> the just bad? How about bad. incredibly bad, bad tragedy? sad tragedy, yeah. <laughs> um, was that uh, they, it, it happened very fast and it was incredibly thick. Mm. And it just kind of like swept. It, the, the way people described it was it was a blanket, a brown blanket. That Gross. was taking over. And
2: it sounds it, like a Twilight Zone episode.
3: It, it's terrible. It, it just took if you happen to be in a in a house or anything, it just took your house down. And I mean,
2: it's horrifying. It's crazy.
3: It took down an entire fire station. Wow. Um, And then it just went into the ocean. It just like went right in. But the cleanup, you know, think about the cleanup. Yeah. For. Uh, a syrup.
2: Think it, about molasses clean up for molasses on your carpet.
3: I mean, just if it falls on a table, it's like, sti- if you're you're eating pancakes and a little syrup yeah. falls on your table, it's, it's, it's it's a bummer. It's a bummer.
2: <laughs> it's an inconvenience. <laughs> it's a great so, tragedy of this your table. And would be a great bummer. Yeah, it'd be a great bummer. <laughs> um, Yeah, that's, I, tell me if you came across this in your reading that they were actually heating, they would heat up the molasses to, transport it from vessel to vessel more quickly fantastic okay so
3: this is what i wanted to talk about uh regarding the shipments okay so the day before the molasses flood uh-huh there was a shipment delivered to the tank and it was a fresh load of molasses which was warmed to reduce its uh viscosity right is that how you say it yeah viscosity for transfer. Right. So they, they did warm it because it had to go in pipes, right? Right. Into the tank.
2: And I mean, slow as molasses is like a joke. Like, like people, I mean, it's like an I've idiom. Heard of, I've heard of that saying. <laughs> I'm kidding. I have <laughs> Slow as molasses. So you have to eat it because otherwise it would take, you know. Or yeah. it's
1: like, don't they say it's like walking through molasses? Mm.
2: Yeah, you can imagine. Walking through molasses. Ew, I don't. I don't, I don't think about. I've ever heard that. <laughs> But I understand the metaphor. So this was a really interesting part. It's
3: January 15, 1919. Burr. Typical day in Boston.
4: Not Cold. Yeah,
2: cold. It's January. Very cold. Two degrees.
3: That's really It was really two cold. degrees when people woke up that day. It ended up being a sunny day. And okay. by lunchtime, which we know everyone was having lunch when uh-huh. it happened, temperatures had reached 40 degrees. Okay. Which was very toasty yeah, for a winter in Boston. Very nice. But think about
2: that. So they were like, let me get outside.
3: No, I think think about that for the molasses.
1: Oh. So it's a, it's a thick. <laughs> you're all, always put yourself in the POV of the molasses. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you're feeling if you're the molasses you're like oh yeah I'm feeling slippery
2: feeling good <laughs> yeah, ready to move yeah, yeah. yeah Rebecca
1: baby. does a lot of research for this podcast she goes so deep that she has to become the molasses <laughs> I always want to
3: write a book from the point of view of the, the molasses point of view. Exactly I take everyone's point of view So the molasses feeling good yeah burst <laughs> right it comes down yeah. it it wreaks havoc yeah into this part of town into yeah. this neighborhood and then the sun starts to set, and it gets cold again. Yeah. And what do you think happens? Walking
2: through
1: molasses? No. Oh, it starts freezing up. Freezing up, which means it
2: crystallizes, expands, expands or contracts. Well, things anything freeze? Can... Well, no. It freezing just makes it makes it, things expand,
3: but it makes it hard Waterly for them it's... to start uh, rescue. Sure, of course. I mean, people are essentially. Unable to move, it makes it thicker.
2: Oh, I mean, it's hellish. I mean, it sounds like quicksand, like worse quicksand. Just because I it, can't imagine if you're in quicksand, you know you're in trouble. But if you're in molasses,
3: you're like you 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 stick your tongue out and maybe and you're like mm, that's mm. sweet, but I can't breathe. Oh, that's yeah, a problem. That is a problem. So what happened was that you know these. Rescue efforts became difficult, right? And there were people that were stuck underneath these buildings with like... Um, Awful! Terrible. And then they would take them to the hospital and imagine being injured, right? Okay. You're you're in pain. You're in pain. I'm in pain,
2: yeah. And I'm cold.
3: Super cold. You get to the hospital and they're like, before we can do anything, we need to clean, scrub the molasses off you. We have to
2: put you in scalding hot water.
3: (laughs) Or or what they did was the the salt water, which is a terrible thing for a wound. Anyway, I wanted okay, to so put in the heat, um, like perhaps a, a January heat wave up on the board.
2: Okay, January heat climate wave. Yes. So you think that if it had stayed cold, and the hot molasses that was added to the top wouldn't have caused such a reaction? I think
3: the the uh change of temperature change of temperature the quick change of temperature now i'm not a scientist but i'm pretty sure that makes it (laughs) (laughs) that'll make it emit uh gas gas carbon dioxide specifically okay there's this guy by the name of isaac
2: gonzalez okay i was expecting him to his name to be like isaac gas
3: uh, yeah, I, I was actually pretty intrigued. <laughs> gas? Yeah. But yeah, because of the gas. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, like, maybe an Irish name or an Italian <laughs> no,
2: name. I, <laughs> I, I was intrigued by the Gonzales like, myself. Yeah, I'm intrigued by <laughs> the Gonzales, too, but we, I feel like we've been getting kind of prophetic names. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the telling of the story. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, just regular old
3: Gonzales. Gonzales. Okay. <laughs> One of the most popular <laughs> <laughs> Spanish <laughs> names. So, he worked at the molasses tank, right? In the <laughs> pump room. Prime gig. I got my
2: primo gig at the molasses tank. <laughs> his
3: parents were super proud. Okay. And one of his responsibilities was to make sure that the pipeline and the tank was tightly sealed when the molasses got pumped into it. Okay. Okay. After working the tank for a while, so he's been at this job for sure. a while, something disturbing happened. A ship arriving from the Caribbean made a big delivery of molasses that was light and warm, and the tank had an expansion and began to leak. So, note to self, when it's warmer, it does expand. When, it, when it's cold, it contracts. Okay. So, it starts to uh, leak. When asked how big the leak was, because this is wh- uh, during, later on during the um, hearings, mm-hmm. he was asked by the judge, how mm-hmm. big was the leak? He says... Gonzalez replies, enough to make a pool. Enough to make a pool.
2: When like a swimming
3: pool? When it, Well, I... I or just a pool. It pools. I guess he doesn't... step. But okay. I thought a swimming pool, too. But I guess back in the day, you could say... Maybe make more a like pool? a puddle.
2: A puddle. Yeah, okay. Puddle.
3: Uh, when asked if the leaks were all around the tank, Gonzalez, Gonzalez replied, it started with about four uh, little leaks and ended up with the, uh, almost every seam. So, every seam. So, this was,
2: I mean, this was a powder keg. If powder, it was a molasses keg.
3: It was a molasses keg with carbon dioxide, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Ready to explode. Okay. So, Gonzalez goes on to say that he told Jell, Mr. Mm Jell, about the leaks, and Jell sent um, uh, some men to plug the leaks with caulking.
2: Okay. Gross. Which, by the way, I've caulked before. Yeah. Gross
3: cocking why are you saying gross because it's
2: touching molasses that then you're
3: eating oh that's not what i was thinking
2: oh. <laughs> um i was thinking like okay uh-huh. okay i was just thinking i like, guess you're it's not you're not eating it you're making it into bullets or something and sending it to world yeah into or you're making Germany, it to so.
3: alcohol like okay, it's okay, fine it we'll back. drink anything i think
2: just the idea just maybe i was responding to just the visceral oh Oh. Oh, i i was thinking like caulking
3: isn't very strong i mean no you use it to plug like your kitchen sink like the areas that and then you you have to redo it yeah all the time yeah so i i would never like caulk my actual sink like the you wouldn't caulk (laughs) your swimming pool definitely not right so they're they're just just simple home improvement
2: yeah
4: And a week later the tank was leaking
3: badly again. Mm -hmm. Okay, no duh. He said that every time a molasses shipment arrived from the Caribbean Sea, there was about (laughs) four inches of foam on the surface of the molasses of the tank. Okay, now it was appropriate. Okay, and he thought the molasses was fermenting. Mm. The foam Gonzalez was talking
2: about was delicious. I don't know if he tried. That would be a great <laughs> question. Some poor it. little Maria and Vincenzo to give it a try.
3: Oh, <laughs> sorry, but Vincenzo. Oh, I know. Um, so e- the bubbles were carbon dioxide. Mm. Some liquids can ferment in an environment where there's little oxygen. If there's no vent to let the gas out, it can explode. So, but the U.S.I.A. wanted the molasses to ferment in its factory in Cambridge, not in the tank. Okay, so that's that was uh
2: gonzalez seems like a fall guy to me he did he, i, I don't want to put gonzalez on the board
3: no i think he did i mean i job. think dude have we put arthur Gell in there oh
2: yeah he got he's got he, he's go got to
3: go up there because he's the guy who sent the cock the 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 men to cock
2: oh yeah yeah, yeah. we'll take care of that gonzalez uh yeah yeah we, i i got it i got a guy we'll send him over and yeah this sounds like when my dad is yeah, like exactly. yeah i'll fix it i'll fix it <laughs> Just or like, put some rubber bands on it. Call it a day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah.
3: It feels like a lot of people are just not phoning it in. Yeah, they're
2: phoning I mean, it in. granted, there is like a world war that is pretty. Dist- I mean, just well, world it's war over, one?
3: but it's it. It's yeah, over. You're,
2: yeah, you're still coping though.
3: I mean, if we're putting prohibition out, world world that they they started doing this. Um. The, the whole molasses tank was put up for ammunition because they were making ammunition. War goes on the board. War's got... If we're putting prohibition at a end chance. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, war goes on the board for sure. I agree. If jets are up there... 100%.
3: Um, so we're not going to put um, Gonzales up because no. I don't feel good about he that. He made his report. Exactly. He was a,
2: a faithful steward.
3: Yeah. Um, and... You know, maybe maybe there's something with this. Go on. You, want, you look like you want to say something.
2: Well, I want to... Uh, I mean, racism may not have made it, or it made it with an asterisk, but I do think that city planning must have something to do with it because, like, yes, it needed to be by a port. However, like, it seemed... I mean, it was a huge amount of molasses, but it did seem to be in a place that swept down the streets.
3: I mean, it could have been it just a been- poor or... Side of town. I mean, those two things are usually. Couldn't it have been
2: closer to the port potentially if it knocked out blocks?
3: I think it was pretty close. I'm sure some uh, listeners out there from Boston know exactly how close. Um, North
2: End? It was on Commercial Street
3: in North End Mm -hmm. neighborhood.
2: Um, Commercial doesn't sound like a cozy residential street, I guess.
1: Also,
3: it's not a a good street to have a molasses flood on.
1: (laughs) No. Now, if we're really trying to kind of force racism in there, I may, have, <laughs> I, may, I may have found a way because I'm, I just was kind of interested in this whole molasses trade that was going on. And, and you said that it came from the Caribbean. Is that right? Yeah, a lot of it. So apparently, I don't know if you have done any research hit on this. But um, so in the 17th and 18th centuries, the British colonies of the Americas, um, molasses was a major trading product. So this came down from colonialism. Um, molasses was produced via the exploitation of Exploitation of enslaved persons in sugar plantations in the Caribbean, um, which was also called the West Indies. And it was controlled by England, um, Spain and France. And then the English colonies along the Atlantic purchased molasses and used it to produce rum primarily in distilleries in New England. So I don't know. I mean, this is just they're getting used to this molasses that originated, you know, back in the day.
3: But it's a stretch. Can you blame
2: racism for the flood? I mean, for for it being such a tragedy, maybe. That's the point. Of like, no, it probably would have happened with or without racism. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think right the racism necessarily was the straw that broke the camel's back there. However, I perhaps were I I am not I'm not gonna die on this hill, but just that it was in a, it was in an area. It was such a it had such a definite devastating impact right. because of uh, racism. Um <laughs> I, I understand. I just don't okay, think we, we can, can move blame on it. From that. I, I'm, like I said, it's not a hill I want to die. On. I, I'm more interested in, ge- in nailing gel to the wall. I mean, like really, that's kind of and, uh, honestly,
3: and getting women's suffrage off the wall, off the wall, yeah,
2: <laughs> prying <laughs> that off. So
3: the other person or um, group, let's say that I was, I wanted to kind of throw up there and discuss. Okay, what were, were the uh, anarchists? okay Uh okay so at the time of the flood a group of anarchists made up of they were mostly made up of italian immigrants okay um had been holding secret meetings in east boston uh which is a so now here opposite the north end okay there's a bunch of italians everywhere here, sure. In Boston at the time, they had been suspected of being behind two bombings of a church and a police station in 1916. Ouch. So the USIA, um, may, they they suggested that maybe the anarchist fighters had also planted a bomb on the molasses tank. This mm-hmm. is when they all went to court. Yep. And you know they're they're hearing
2: proceedings. I'm interested in who the court found to be at fault.
3: Well. The, the, you know, they made their case. The USIA made their case about this anarchist. Um, uh, they wanted to um, prove that it was
2: them. But Isaac Gass said that it wasn't their fault, right? Or no, the ex- explosion made, expert.
3: That, that was one of the, the chiefs of, uh, of police. Oh, okay. So he wasn't a judge. Okay. He was just some uh, like... Someone but he said no, no,
2: no explosion, no bomb
3: he said no bomb but usia is saying it definitely was a narrative and the the whole reason they wanted to push this narrative was because no uh if it was found because
2: of racism no oh
3: against italians (laughs) no okay because if it was found to be true the judge or the jury um could claim that they uh they were the ones responsible for the flood and the USIA wouldn't have to pay any of the victims of the flood mm-hmm. so it's
2: I capitalism's
3: don't, back yeah i think more way more than racism it's capital me too me too i i agree um not to, not to say that racism Hand in is, glove, it, it though. can't can't Hand in glove. be blamed for a lot of things <laughs> <laughs> i just don't think this is the correct tragedy for fair that. enough fair enough <laughs> um so I you know, no evidence really showed other than the fact that they were an active group at the time, the anarchists. Yeah. There was never any evidence that they actually played any you know part. Yeah,
2: that smacks very much of like FBI's blaming Black Panthers or something like that. Sure. But to yeah. talk about racism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A little more. Um <laughs> but but who did the court find to be at fault? So they actually used an arbitrator.
3: Okay. Um it was it was still, you know, the, through the court system sure. but there was
2: no jury and to find out who was like legally obligated legally responsible for this exactly yeah
3: i think it's important i usually at the end of the episode talk about what happened after the flood right. but i think this is really important and will help us okay figure out who's to blame so months after the flood judge bolster that mm-hmm. was the name of the judge sent his report to a grand jury a jury of men looked at the evidence
2: mm-hmm. they and- could
3: vote they could vote and it was only men mm-hmm. and a jury um, uh, <laughs> they looked at the evidence gathered by police and experts and determined that they didn't believe USIA was guilty of a crime the company could not be tried for manslaughter
2: mm. so they it, they were so the, it was just like this was like an act of just an accident accident an accident they so looked- an act of god so is god should we put god up on the board <laughs> 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 so but anarchists are not going on the board
3: anarchists are not i mean we can put them up there but i'm gonna quickly cross them off
2: because they didn't have any they were just sort of like
3: yeah i just wanted to throw it out there because that was the whole thing right that was the the argument yeah
2: so was it the same was it the shipping company that warmed the molasses that put it on top of the cold molasses
3: We could blame them, although I think that was just standard procedure. Mm. And there's no way to take it off the boat. It was warmer, though, because it was coming from the Caribbean. That's apparently the way Gonzalez talks about it. It it sounds like it's like this hot. This was the hot molasses molasses versus, I don't know, maybe. New Hampshire, Mola- that they're known for their m- molasses. I think New that's Hampshire maple syrup. Uh, yeah, we'll have to... Uh, Amanda, fact, can you fact check? Well, <laughs> molasses,
2: molasses is made and- from sugar cane, uh-huh. and maple syrup is made from maple sure, trees. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, because molasses is used in some baking. Right. Like if you have a ginger molasses cookie, that's one of my favorite cookies, but you, I've never heard of people putting molasses on their pancakes. I still think it would be good. I. That's why I was going with it.
3: Yeah, maybe I... I think you correctly
2: maybe- have
3: <laughs> agave syrup. May, that might have been a misunderstanding on my part. <laughs>
2: or molasses, like molasses makes brown sugar brown. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I think you were kind of connecting and, and uh, you had me for a second connecting maple syrup and molasses. Oh, I but see. But they're actually, they're separate. they Because maple different. syrup is literally maple tapped from a maple tree. Right got it molasses goes through a process right made from sugar a sugar, from sugar cane okay. yeah
3: well maybe i i am you know puerto rican cuban descent so maybe my family <laughs> just used the molasses it's possible i know
2: <laughs> in my mind molasses it it's like a yellow can with a grandma on it
1: is that oh yes no you're right am, am that's I, yeah yellow i don't can know if that's right a grandma yeah there's Aunt jemima th- are you thinking no <laughs> <gasps> a yellow can with a no, you're again, right. That's um, maple no, syrup, uh,
3: I think. Look, okay. look,
1: Maggie, Grandma's molasses. Yes. Oh, okay. Wow. And it's in a jar. Yes. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. I've seen that with a red label right that's what i
1: put in my pancakes (laughs) (laughs) and actually just a side note that molasses actually seems to have a lot of health benefits for you yeah Yeah. it's very mineral and vitamin rich apparently so they i I mean sign me up that was something
3: i did read that people were coming from out of this neighborhood to kind of like can the molasses and take it away wouldn't
2: you if it's, like, you're post-war and there's just a natural, re- like, if, and there's just money seeping out in the form of molasses from some big tanker I in mean, the middle of town, when you go with your jar and fill it up? I would. Yeah. And
3: then use it for baking and, you know, your make yourself a cake. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> can you, you
3: tell me you can use molasses and cakes? Absolutely. Okay, great. Um, so that, okay, so we're not going to put the anarchists up. No. And... Uh, molasses is different from maple, um, and and I I don't think that this we can really blame this shipment.
2: Okay, so great. It seems to me that I mean the USIA seems negligent to me. Just right as of now, yeah. They're they're very. Uh,
3: they smell like fish. They're stinky. <laughs> they're <laughs>
2: stinky <laughs> like fish. Um, because Gonzalez was like, excuse me. That's, to me, the, one of the you know most what?
3: damning pieces of evidence.
2: I, I think Gel. I, th- I, I want to put in face, I want to put a name to blame. I want to put a man to blame. Okay. I mean, a person. Yes. And because, like, the USIA, it's like, I, I want to Oh, put we them- have Gel on the board. Okay. Arthur Jell is up I on like, the board. I like Gel for it because the USIA has a lot of things going on where it's like, yes, there was a war. There was a world war. They're distracted. They can't micromanage everything. They've delegated to Jell. Jell, you're in charge of this molasses tank. I mean, can we take this thing all the way to the top?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, God's Uh, on the list, so. (laughs) (laughs) You'd like to take down Woodrow Wilson? (laughs) He's going down. Put him up on the board.
3: (laughs) Although I I think he's doing a lot of good for women's rights. Or I
2: don't know. I mean, we'll see.
3: We'll see. We'll see when when we start crossing people off the list if he stays uh, long enough. Okay. Um, So the last thing I I just want to talk about and throw up in there. Judge Bolster. This is something I read that kind of blew me away. Judge Bolster, who was assigned the case, told the Boston Daily Globe newspaper on February 8, 1919, so a few weeks after, that he thought the ordinary citizens of Boston were partly to blame. For pinching pennies. I'm rolling my eyes. They wanted to keep their taxes low, and as a result, the building department of the city did not have enough money to do its job properly. Hmm. One of the building department's jobs was to study building plans and approve them. If Hmm. the department thought a building or structure was not going to be safe, it refused to give its approval. According to Judge Bolster, the inspection on
2: the tank should not have been approved. Isn't that interesting? That's very interesting.
3: So the judge is kind of throwing the 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 citizens themselves under the bus
2: because they wanted lower taxes. So they didn't have a funded building inspection department.
3: Yes, it was underfunded and they couldn't, you know, go
2: to. Uh, I mean, building I still plans. feel like that is that's like blaming That's punching down a little bit, as they say. Well, but I I I think it's
3: it's an interesting point that we have a responsibility as a society, right? Yes, to make sure that we have a government that is funded, is funded, and also that works properly. You know, you know, we're 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 kind of checking all of our.
2: Well, I mean, if this doesn't tie into today, not to make it too relevant to today, but like. Then couldn't you blame, like, the news media for not informing people so that they could make an in- informed decision about who to vote, the poli- what politician to vote for, who's going to correctly fund the government? And, I mean, don- I'm sure there was fat somewhere in the government that they could have redistributed funds to make buildings safe. I, I mean – I mean, where was Judge Bolster going to lunch, you know?
3: Judge Bolster was... uh, I'm not sure where he went to lunch (laughs) or if he preferred sandwiches or soups or Mm -hmm. (laughs) what he liked to eat or what his uh, wife packed, you know? But I I, I think that what he's trying to do here... And I I agree with you to a certain extent that he's, like, punching down. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also think he's trying to, like cause i I don't know like make people aware Mm -hmm. that that they need to care more
2: sure but also if the if the fat cats didn't want to sell this molasses make it into weapons of war to make money off of wouldn't there not be a a problem. a problem and like a, a problem what what was it like thirteen thousand cars worth? yeah, of molasses. <laughs> that's an insane amount of molasses <laughs> to be just to be in a one big pot. I mean, like that's crazy. Yeah, that's an engineering problem in and of itself, more so than the buildings. I mean, right? I but the the building uh, department or whatever. I mean, can you blame a building department for not anticipating a molasses flood?
3: They should have been looking at all the new buildings that were being built, especially, yeah. I would say, the huge tank <laughs> sure. that's going up on the north end.
2: Of like, I what mean, is? that would
3: be of all uh, of that's holding like tons and tons of molasses like wouldn't that be number one on your priority to check that and like the
2: elevated train <laughs> i don't know I'm it did break the elevated train too? it did yeah. yeah so you you want to put the, the boston people on the board huh i don't know about the boston people
3: but i kind of want to put the the building um uh department. department because again i there was one it's not that there was no building department
2: i'm gonna follow your lead there to me it does not call to my heart
3: do we want to put the, the the citizens of Boston for not paying taxes for not wanting to pay taxes?
2: I want to be empathetic because it is like wartime, and it's like I don't know. Were they rationing anyway? It's like you know, you want to. Times were tough. Times yeah. were tough. You you do make a good point. Times were tough, and so I don't know. I'm 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 more inclined to put the building department like an institution up than Joe Schmo Boston. Great. yeah mr boston okay well let's slap them on there let's uh put them up building department or joe schmo boston
1: uh building department yeah they're up here so right now we have capitalism the usia gas explosion prohibition suffragettes racism (laughs) january heat wave arthur gel war uh, Woodrow Wilson and the building department. Okay, so
2: the only two names we have up there are Jell and Wilson. Yeah. And I mean, I'm am I and the USI as a as a as a company. As a company, right. Yeah. I mean, I I'm to me, if it's not if it's not gonna be a person, this is I I, I mean it was my first instinct. Yes. Capitalism.
3: Capitalism. I mean, I, I get it. Here's the thing. It's like you can blame capitalism for a lot of things, and capitalism, like a lot of things, are happening because of capitalism, and there aren't floods of that,
2: right? It wasn't just it wasn't greed. No, I I think it 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 plays into it. Okay, I think it, it does. Well, and Jill.
3: Arthur Gel, right? <laughs> <laughs> let's go, let's start by crossing people off. The okay, list. all right. So I think for me. Uh, God didn't make it. God Oh no. Do you God him didn't on? make it and you I, know what? Don't put him on there. I also think we could take racism off.
2: I agree. You I know, agree. it's like I
3: always I tried to make the
2: argument it didn't it didn't work.
3: You always want Hitler
2: and racism yes, to go up there. Of course. Mm-hmm. But Hitler's not born yet or no. not active uh, yet.
3: Yeah, no, no. He's not active. <laughs> he might actually he might be. I think he's probably yeah. born,
2: but not uh causing trouble yet.
3: Um but so, so I don't think this is their um, tragedy to play. Okay, okay. <laughs> <Yes>. removed. Yeah,
2: <laughs> you're off the hook this time. Racism. <laughs> <laughs> Until we meet again. <laughs> okay. So, uh,
3: I know you love Woodrow
2: uh, Woodrow well, Wilson. W-
3: I know you love him for this.
2: Yeah, I do. Because, because I mean, if we're, you go to the top. It stinks from the head. Yes. And we're making weapons of war with this molasses. We've got government agencies involved, making shady deals with weird contractors, trickle-down culpability.
3: But in all fairness... He, I, I don't think is is personally like (laughs) super involved. Did he
2: weigh in? I wonder if he weighed in.
3: If he made any statements about it, Uh, unclear, unclear, unclear if he did. But I personally want to take him off the list because I don't think he's he's what caused this tragedy. Uh, I'm I'm good with that. Okay, he's off. So uh, left up on the list we have capitalism, Mm -hmm. USIA gas explosion, Mm -hmm. prohibition, suffragettes. Yeah, that right. Yeah. Uh, January Heat Wave, mm-hmm. Arthur Gel, mm-hmm. War, and the Building Department.
2: Okay. I really don't like gas explosion. Okay. Because that is not... Th- That's a result. That's a result. Yes. That's a result uh, and a predictable result. Yeah. So for it not to have been predicted that... It, I mean, that is just the natural science is doing their thing. For people who are in
3: the business of fermenting Molasses. That's a no brainer. (laughs) That's a no doubt.
2: (laughs) All right. So I I, I don't. I mean, yeah. I I think. I I feel it wasn't like spontaneous, unique, one-off gas accumulation.
3: That's coming off the list, and
2: I am also bye bye
3: uh, wanting to take capitalism off the list.
2: Hmm. I know. I know. I know.
3: I know. We have some strong feelings about this.
2: Okay. All right. If we can keep war on, I'll give you capitalism. (laughs) That's not
3: how it works. (laughs) Uh, Okay. All right.
2: All right. You can take capitalism
3: off. Just because I feel like
2: it's it's a little too A huge, faulty vat of molasses, doesn't that... Like, to me, that's like weird, that's like weird industrial revolution, money, 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 scheme thing. Like, it is money, money, money. Yeah. It, it's like a clearly dangerous thing to have a leaking football field-sized vat of molasses in the middle of town.
3: Okay, so we'll keep it on there. We'll keep it up here for okay, a little while. Thanks.
2: Let's see if... <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk January heat
3: wave. I mean, <sighs> that... Uh, it was an element of of that 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 made the tragedy, and maybe even like sped it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe there was more carbon dioxide mm-hmm. being emitted because mm-hmm. I don't know. But I don't think again it's to blame. forty
2: degrees isn't such a notable heat wave. I think that it shouldn't have been in the in like the margin of error for the construction of this thing.
3: Well, but uh, what I think was a big part of it was the the two to forty. Right. So it's not that you know. I, I'm sure it's nine. It was 90 degrees at some point during the summer. So it's not the actual temperature; it's the change of temperature. Yeah.
2: Um. I don't know. I I I would have to see to like blame it. I would have to see like how anomalous that was. It doesn't feel like it was so anomalous. Mm-hmm. I mean, here in LA, it gets there's a 30 degree spread regularly.
1: That's true. I don't. But think we're like 30- a desert. New England is is a little bit more constant. It doesn't matter. I say yeah. we take it off. It just yeah. doesn't, it's not it's really not satisfying. Good.
3: No, it's not feeling good. Uh, building department, I, I'm keeping that on there for a little while. Sure. Let's talk
2: about war. Let's talk about war. hmm
3: And uh, prohibition and
2: women's suffrage. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a sad mirror to look in uh, regarding this tragedy. Uh-huh. I mean, I actually think that there's a really good argument to be made that, Preparing for prohibition, spearheaded by the women's rights movement at the time, did contribute to it. Wow. I I mean, it breaks my little feminist heart to say it, but I see a correlation, don't you? Yeah. I, I don't know enough about that to really speak on it, but I do see a correlation.
3: There is a correlation, yeah. I don't know much about that either, that connection. I know that they were...
2: Yeah, they were connected in connected, some way but I don't know, yeah. I don't know the uh the, you know the the fine the fine right. print of that. So maybe we can take women's uh uh the suffragettes. Listen, I don't think it was the reason because no. again see- But I want to keep prohibition up there. Oh, okay. Well, go on. Yeah, yeah, okay. I agree. Yeah. Okay,
3: so we'll take off suffragettes. Yes
2: keep prohibition up
3: keep prohibition because that prohibition was, was a bad idea and it, it's causing like anxiety these yes people exactly and like, not just anxiety about not being able to drink mm-hmm. but
2: economic economic anxiety, anxiety. Yeah.
3: like all these people who have bars and uh restaurants and clubs i mean i'm i don't know <laughs> and i don't uh, know the clubbing uh at, liquor stores and liquor stores yeah sure. um And baseball games didn't, you know, have a beer at the baseball game. America's sport suffered. Budweiser is freaking out. (laughs) That's why you've got 2.3 gallons hoarding. Million. So connected to the war. I mean, they just ended the war and everyone wants to drink after the war. (laughs) Totally.
2: I want to drink after the war. Yeah. But what? Okay, what are we doing? And here during now? the war, okay. But I, I still have to go back to nuts and bolts, literally nuts and bolts. Okay, and that's the person who made the freaking thing. So I'm taking off uh, prohibition and the war. I mean, but they weren't even making it for they weren't even making it for alcohol. They were making alcohol to make bullets. They were or doing whatever both. Not bullets at but first.
3: Like, yes, it was
2: ammunition. Ammunition. But
3: uh, you know, the, after the war, they were just making it for alcohol. They are stocking up.
2: That's what this molasses stockpile was. Yeah, oh.
3: yeah. They 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 wanted to make sure that they had a lot. I don't know. They weren't able to make <laughs> their money off of it, and because but of uh, use
2: of the tank. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I I still go back to like if it was a better tank. If it was a better tank. So then you're we, only as good as your as your tools. You we know. We still
3: have capitalism, USIA.
2: Okay, I'll give up capitalism. Okay, great.
3: I, I'm ready to take it. I, I, I do understand your point. Um, I do understand. because It's, it's that idea. Because sure. greed also played into
2: doing it fast. Yes.
3: That's why I, I want to keep it up there for a little... That's oh. why it stayed up there this That's long. why it stayed
2: up there this long, yeah. Um,
3: USIA and Arthur Gel.
2: Yeah, Artie Gel.
3: And the building department...
2: I mean, but the building department, again, was that was that was affected by yeah. the bursting that wasn't didn't cause the bursting and
3: and i i feel like now we know a little bit more about the importance of a building department and maybe back then like it just wasn't the kind of thing they had to worry about i mean this is the in in the post during industrial revolution yeah so everything Atlanta. is happening so
2: fast fast yes that it, I mean electricity electricity is like just coming into some building sometimes, right?
3: So it comes down to Arthur Gell.
2: Yeah. I USIA mean, and capitalism. Y- wow. Okay, great. I'm so glad capitalism is still up there. But I mean it's Jell, right? But Jell worked for USIA, correct? Yeah, he's a company man. But it's it's people, it's yes men that, you know, it's people, it's not evil people that cause tragedies, it's mediocre people. Doing their best that caused tragedies, which is really the saddest part about it all. And
3: and that's a really good lesson <laughs> for all of us to yeah. always take away and only think about ever.
2: Che- and that's why you need checks and balances. And but Gonzalez was doing his job. Gonzalez, is the checks a, and a balances hero. were there. The checks and balances were there, but they were not utilized correctly because he was like, I I went there, I checked it out. There are t- little children collecting molasses in jars. And not to mention, I'm surprised that that... Oh, I'm sorry. Jell didn't go himself. He sent a guy. Exactly. And, you know, and now I'm convincing myself to take capitalism off the board because they were losing... If, you, if you're if you losing molasses, you're losing money.
3: Yeah. So mm-hmm. what kind of a capitalist are you? Exactly. If you're not... I think Jell was just... Arthur Jell was just a lazy guy. He wasn't thinking about the worst case scenario. So I, I know that USIA was the one that was technically blamed for the um uh tragedy but i i think we should blame arthur Jell with a j <laughs> <laughs> i
2: i agree with you we
3: needed today. arthur to be a hero <laughs> yeah and instead he was a zero okay then it's settled wow arthur, arthur gel, gel you're going to the alarmist jail Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Maggie. Thank you so much for having me. It was truly a joy. After the molasses flood, the USIA wasn't off the hook. Residents filed class action suits in the wake of the disaster. They were some of the first class action suits in Massachusetts and are considered a milestone in paving the way for modern corporate regulation. In 1925... A court-appointed auditor found USIA responsible after three years of hearings, and the company ultimately paid $628,000 in damages, that's $9.8 million in 2018 adjusted for inflation. Relatives of those killed reportedly received around $7,000 per victim, which is the equivalent of $101,000, and those injured received around 4000 Vote for who you think is to blame. Go to www.thealarmistpodcast.com. And if you have any thoughts, send us an email at thealarmistpodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We're at The Alarmist Podcast on Instagram and at Alarmist The on Twitter. Start getting excited because next week we're doing the Irish Potato Famine. Yikes. Ereos. Powered by ACAST.